Welcome to Impact the World. For this episode, we bring you the audio of my monthly energy update, which is delivered to YouTube every single month. You can find the video version of this at my channel, Lee Harris Energy. And if you hit subscribe and the notification bell, you will always be notified when the energy update appears. We hope you enjoy this audio version of the energy update. Hi everyone, welcome to February 2023. Good old linear time just keeps on marching us right along and we all hold on to our hats and hold on to the rail as much as we can as these intense and fast moving times just continue. We are here on the Rebirth set. This is the setting where I just held uh, a two week transformation course and we just finished. So if you're watching this and you feel like taking a deep dive transformation course to help reinvigorate you, focus you on where you're going, using both practical guidance, but also lots of channeling from my guides, the Z's, then check out Rebirth. It's all there for you now, all of the replays are ready, and we have a whole healing lounge full of supportive tools for your process. So if you care to join us, please do. We had an amazing time with the many thousands of you who joined us from around the world. I won't be doing another channeling course until June, by the way. So for those of you who like channeling courses, that's the place to go. But for now, let's get on with the themes for February 2023. So the big theme, and this is a theme that came to me first, and my sense is this has been moving through for a few months for some of you, but it's going to hit in a bigger way in February. Resignation from old roles resignation from old roles. So this could be a role that you play in your life. Perhaps you're the caretaker for others. Perhaps you're the nurturer. It could be a pattern of behavior or it could be an identity. You might literally resign from something that you've been doing for years and years. There is a massive resignation taking place, whether it's something that's internal and subtle in us or whether it's a way of being or doing in the outside world, this resignation energy makes sense. It might not always to you, you might be questioning, oh wow, if I let go of this, what's going to happen? So as always, take your time to let the process unfold if you're not 100% sure. But many of us will be feeling the call at this point to resign from old ways of being, old ways of doing things in sometimes dramatic or unexpected ways. The flip side of this is if we don't consciously choose it or consciously feel it, it finds us. So as much as it can be shocking when something ends for us or is put upon us and it doesn't seem like it's of our choosing, remember on a vibrational level, we're always attracting and repelling the vibrations that we need to walk with, move through in the coming months and years. So often a sudden ending or a shock ending or something that we didn't see coming at the time can push us straight into our wounds, straight into 
shock or uncertainty. But usually, with time, we tend to look back and see why it needed to happen in the journey of our life. So, if it's happening to you, try and keep that perspective as you go through it and get all the support you need for the shock and the emotion. And if it's happening through you, if it's something that you yourself are going, I'm going to stop behaving that way. I can no longer. Behave in this way, and for many of us, it will just happen quite suddenly, almost without effort or thought. It's like you'll wake up and realize that an old part of you can no longer be where we are going next. So it's quite a dramatic shift, and it tends to change many different things in our life. Even if your resignation from an old role seems small, perhaps you're someone who doesn't speak your truth very often. In a certain group or in your family, and you suddenly realize, I'm just going to tell the truth now and see what happens. Not tell the truth to annihilate people or try and make them change. I'm going to tell the truth for me. It's amazing when we make little shifts like that. How things change in our world, and this is happening personally because it's also happening globally and collectively. There is this massive momentum energetically towards where we're going, and it's making many of us drop old weight. And old sandbags that we no longer need to be carrying in the suit of our personality and our identity. So, the second theme for the month is this February marks a real bloom around the energy of the beginning of new stories on Earth and in your life. So this fits very much with the idea of you letting go of themes or identities. This is really the very beginning of a new story for Earth, which also means a new story for each of us individually. So some of you might really be feeling that very viscerally. Some of you might be walking into new stories, new relationships, new endeavors, new clarity about the way you're going to do things in the world going forward, a new deepening with your spiritual practice that seemingly hits you from nowhere. All of a sudden, you find you are compelled to meditate every day, or change a pattern of behavior that you think was keeping you away from your soul. So there is a purification and a purging energy that has to happen in order to create this. And if you think about how much emotional release has been going on in recent months and years, especially if you go back over the last two three years, it makes sense that now we would be beginning to see. The start of new stories and new beginnings. And if you're listening to this or watching this, feeling frustrated at what I'm saying and going, "Well, that's not me," yeah, don't script yourself out of what I'm saying. Don't affirm that that's not you. If you are listening and you want that, be open to it and say to yourself, "I am open to new stories in my life and new beginnings." Usually, the reason we are resistant to make an affirmation like that to the universe, "I am open to new beginnings." In my life is because we're holding on to certain things that we think keep us safe, and sometimes they do keep us safe, and we do need them. But other times we need to ask ourselves: Are we ready or willing to let go? So usually when we're traumatized, it's hard for us to let go. So if you've had a really rough ride, you might need support or help or guidance. Other people, other things, other workshops or books or information that can help get you to a position. Where you are ready for new stories, but for many of us, these new stories are just beginning. So you might feel something very abstract in the air, or you might feel something very abstract brewing in you, and you can't yet see the evidence of it. But perhaps for the first time in months 
or even a year, you can feel, ah, I can feel the sun is coming out on on my life in a way. And I don't know what it's going to look like yet, but I can kind of feel the energy of it. February is where that energy starts to come in and it will be activating and contacting many of us. The third theme is an interesting one. I mean, in some ways, this to me is something we've been seeing play out for several years, but global control energy and density is being uprooted due to ongoing disclosure and collective clarity. So there is this ongoing push-pull dance between where are we going as a humanity and which direction is it going to go? And a lot of that really rests on the awakening of humanity and us beginning to see areas, behaviors, groups, systems that are not necessarily working for the collective good, but are working for their own agenda, their own means. And there's going to be an upshift of this, not just this month. It's more that we're entering a season where more of these things are going to be revealing themselves. And it's important not to think that the revealing is enough. The revealing is a part of it, but there's a lot of shock and grief and emotion that moves for people when these things start to surface, because it's a little bit like waking up from a dream. So if this is something that you're very familiar with, ask yourself, how can I hold a compassionate space for this friend of mine or this person who is going through their own reckoning around some of the things that they're seeing that aren't out there working on behalf of the good? And again, like I've always said, There are so many people right now focused individually and in groups on creating a brighter future for us. So even though some of those, shall we say, darker agendas have hold of certain areas in the world, it's important to recognize they are not the only player on the chessboard. And this is a chessboard we have seen for centuries. It just looks different right now in this day and age than many of us remember it from other lifetimes. But we all know the seeds of the energy and we can all get activated or distressed by it. It's really important to be able to accept the chessboard that's going on right now, not necessarily agree with it or like it, but recognize it's here and then recognize your place in it both as an individual who is here to help bring light and illumination to all of it and also you know, the shoulders that each of us have in this collective group, many of whom are already beginning to bring illumination through. And there are many people who we may never meet or know who are positioned in places to directly tackle some of this stuff. So it doesn't mean uh, just rest and assume someone else is taking care of it. But that's a message that my guides have given me for many years. There are many people right now who are working on behalf of this to shift the balance from old density of control into more light illumination and the appearance and the rising of of more of a oneness consciousness. So it's going to be a, a bit of a rocky road for a couple of years, maybe around all of this stuff, but it's really the mm, crunch time that's happening, which is why we're beginning to see more coming out about things that we previously thought may have been true and we're learning that they aren't. So, enough said on that. The fourth theme this month, although it somewhat links into the last theme, a focus on true health. A focus on true health. Health is healing. 
You know, when we look after our health and our body and we investigate what our body might need to flourish, health is a healing force. It's a healing journey. And we have so much knowledge on the planet, both ancient and modern, that could really help to shift the paradigm around the health of not just humans, but the planet as a whole. We have a lot of imbalance around health right now, huge amount. And that's going to be a big focus in the next few years. Not so much people worried about their individual health, which makes us very myopic and often makes us forget to look at the wider causes that are going on, but actually more of a global conversation about what is true health? What is the natural power in us and how do we bring it back online? And it's not just about remedies and supplements and healings for your body. It's also your nervous system your immune system, where is your sense of joy, where is your sense of well-being? These are things that have been scientifically proven to improve our health. You know, a practice of gratitude works wonders for your vitality, but we don't talk about this enough. And that's the paradigm that has to change on Earth. We are reclaiming a paradigm of health, but we're walking toward it. We, we're seeing it begin to emerge, we're seeing it sometimes get suppressed, but there is a momentum on Earth that is going to be a big part of the shift in power in the coming years. So hold your truth around it. And if you're an advocate for any of this, you know, hold your nerve while you have to travel through some of the more uh, narrow waters that you're having to travel through right now. And what it also means for you personally, by the way, is this might be a real time of health for you. You might be really looking at your health. You may be having some health issues that you're having to sort out and rebalance. The body always tries to get our attention whenever there's an imbalance. Doesn't always mean that we created it. We live on an imbalanced planet. So I know there is a line of thought that says, well, how did I create this? I think we're also in a global situation where we're having to look at the health of our planet and what is unhealthy on our planet that is causing certain syndromes, symptoms, and reactions that people are having. So it's a very complicated, big topic, but it's going to continue to rise in people's awareness in the coming years. But you personally may be going through a real focus on your health right now, or your health might be asking you to work with it to rebalance you. And whenever you have to work with your health, it's amazing what happens when you come out the other side, because you as a human and a soul have changed. And you see things differently and you appreciate things differently. So it's a very powerful area of our life and our growth, our health. The next theme, and this links a little back, bit back to January where one of the key themes was, are you building your inner reserves? You know, a lot of us are exhausted by what's gone on in the last few years. And I think many of us <laughs> just kind of catching up with it maybe in the last few months. So are you building your inner reserves was a question I was told to give you last month. This month, the message is similar but different. Energy conservation is a superpower. Energy conservation is a superpower. Gratitude and peace reside there. So when we're able to successfully conserve our energy and deepen with the energy that we take in, meditation, going quiet, even sitting and reading a book if you feel overstimulated by the outside world, but your mind needs something to focus on, something to hold its attention while you still yourself. 
these are all many ways that we can conserve our energy and it's going to be different for each of us. We're each going to have different relationships to what is energy conservation. But the message was energy conservation is a superpower. Gratitude and peace reside there. We have to have a certain level of stillness, awareness, centeredness to be able to feel gratitude and peace. And equally, practicing gratitude, writing down the five things you're grateful for at night or just sitting and thinking about them can bring you to a sense of peace and stillness and awareness. So how can you conserve energy if you're, if you're resonating with what I'm saying and you're like, yeah, I'm a little tired, I am a little run ragged. Remember, there will always be areas that you can conserve, even if you're a very busy person or you're highly in demand. If the demands on you are greater than your capacity, you will fall. You will fall. You'll hit the wall, you'll hit burnout, you'll collapse, your health will go awry. So energy conservation is a superpower. So there will be some among us who just need to remember that. And there'll be some of you for whom this is an alarm bell. This is a crisis moment. Let this catch your attention now before you fall over. And the people that you don't want to let down now, you might be letting down in two or three weeks completely because you are completely unavailable because you have to rest and recover. So really heed that if that's hitting you. Very important message that they're, uh, <laughs> they're putting a lot of energy and attention my way right now about that, that they really want some of us to hear that in a very deep way. February energy will support the creation of new actions and directions. February energy will support the creation of new actions and directions. So it doesn't necessarily mean in February you create a map for yourself and you start doing everything on it. But February energy will support the energy of looking ahead. January was still a very reflective and releasing time for many in the collective. February energy supports the creation of, okay, where do we want to go next? And what actions do we now have the energy and the capacity to create in our lives and bring forward? So there is a kind of, if you like, energetic upswing this month. It's still chaotic, you know, I'm not going to lie, it's not uh, like a peaceful field, but there is an energetic upswing if you are asking yourself the questions, what would I need to do differently? What would I like to do differently? What direction do I need to go in? I might not have all the answers yet, but can I at least identify what I need more of? or what I need to put my attention toward. And even if I'm scared to do it right now, can I write it down on a piece of paper and let myself see it and be okay with knowing I'm walking toward that, even if it brings up fear. So February energy will support the creation of new actions that you can actually take or directions that you can start to brew in February. And you might not move on them until March or April. The next theme is making either the big changes or the little changes. Now, some of us might be doing both at the same time, but you might be focused on big changes in your life right now, or you might be focused on little changes. It's the same thing. The inner and the outer are always dancing. So if we make big changes in our outer world that come from a place of, I need to change things, I need to move things, the big changes we make outside will change how we feel about things inside. But equally, we can sometimes just work with the feelings and work with how things are sitting for us. It's one of the reasons I always 
ask people, and this was one of my modules in the Rebirth course that I, we've just finished here, what's your why? You know, so often people go, well, I want to create this or do this, and I've done that too. But when I really started asking myself, why do I want that? The answers that would reveal themselves would sometimes make me realize, oh, you're only going in that direction because you think it's going to fix this feeling or this desire. Is it? Should we look at that feeling and that desire and just give them a little bit of time and attention and work? And then often what would happen for me, because I had seen what was underneath my outer goal, it would allow me to upgrade my outer goal or release an outer goal that I shouldn't really have been chasing. I was just trying to get something outside me to help me heal. But when I noticed what I was trying to heal or shift or move, I realized I didn't necessarily need the goal. So. Making either the big changes in your life right now or the little changes, it's the same thing. The inner and the outer are always dancing. And if you look at the world right now, there are some big changes, good and troubling, that we can see out there and there might be the same mirror in your life. Good, difficult, uncomfortable, but change is upon us and it's not going to let us go. So the more we resist the change and the more we try and double down into our discomfort, the more uncomfortable it gets. So if you're really struggling right now, or you're struggling to make changes, or you feel like you've got a lot of emotions, thoughts, feelings, energies that are in the way of you moving forward, don't just sit in it. Take action. Your health is your wealth, and your health is going to be impacted if you don't support yourself at this moment. So often because these things are abstract, we don't think about them, but one of the most vital things you can do is learn how to guide yourself into the support of healing in your life, wherever it comes from, through whomever or whatever. So don't try and white-knuckle it alone. That will not go very well for you. Okay. Uh, and the final theme links to a couple of the ones I've said. When in change, remember, the process will show you the way. This is something I've got better at the older I've got. Oh, the gift of aging and the wisdom that it brings. <laughs> Rather than rushing at things or thinking you have to fix the thing that you had that epiphany about right now. No, if, if you don't have a clear yes or a clear timeline for the thing that you want to create, like you're feeling it there, but it's not feeling fully here yet or you don't quite know how to make it work, know what your intention is, know what you are working towards, and then literally say, universe, Show me the way and get me there at the right time for me and my process. The process will show you the way. If you're willing to hold a couple of different options up ahead, and there's a part of you going, I feel like it's that one, but I'm going to just wait and give it time and see what happens, the process will show you the way. So just because we have an epiphany or a clarity or a vision, it doesn't mean we abandon what's going on on the ground. We might not be ready for that vision for another year. And so we need to go through all of the steps and unpick and undo all of the feelings and thoughts that move us there. Often we think that the goal is the prize, and it isn't. The goal is the signal or the lighthouse that you're aiming for that helps you go through the next part of your journey. Because the most important thing is the journey. I know that's a cliche and we hear it all the time, but it's true. If you think about it, every minute that we're living just disappears. Doesn't mean we don't have memories, 
but we're just going to keep having these moments until one day we are no longer here in this body, in this identity, we'll be back in the soul realms and we may or may not come back. So it's really important to trust the process and one of the biggest things I think that often gets in our way is we judge the process, we judge how we're feeling, we judge our emotions, we judge our thoughts. The Z's, my guide, said years ago, if you could do nothing other than learn how to not judge yourself, your evolution will be like lightning. And as someone who used to judge myself a lot and does a pretty good job these days of catching myself when I'm in that mode and using my tools to let it go, it's true. There, there, I can, yeah, I can definitely vouch for it. And I know loads of people who are in the same boat. So judgment is a construct. We have learned to judge ourselves. We didn't come into this world judging ourselves. We have learned how to judge ourselves by all of the judgments in our society. You only have to look at what's going on lately in the press to see all of the judgment flying around and the judgment we're encouraged into. I mean, it's very, very low vibration. It's not going to move any of us forward. If anything, it's going to keep us stuck. So if you're dealing with any level of self-judgment, this is a great time to remind yourself you're exactly where you're supposed to be. You are born of love onto this planet and you can reconnect to that beautiful person and love that you are when you're able to undo some of these judgments that are happening for you and they may be happening from deep trauma. And so this is the time to really look into that. Like I said, this is a time for health and healing in a big way. So that is the themes for this month. As ever, we will put the, uh, some of the themes below in written form. Uh, one thing that we've done today, I know many of you have enjoyed our music album timelines, which we released in December. Thank you for all your comments. So happy you're enjoying it. Today over on my music channel, which is called Lee Harris Music on YouTube, or you can go to leeharrismusic.com, we have just released a brand new music video for the Timelines album. It's the song Glimmers and Silhouettes. And it was a very visionary story that our director came up with based on the story of the song. And it also links to some of the themes in the world right now. So we hope you enjoy it. It premiered literally an hour before this video did. So do check that out. We'll put the link underneath this video. And also you can stream, download the album or get a CD or a vinyl uh, over at the leeharrismusic.com store. Thank you everyone for your support. Then this month, my big teaching that I'm doing in my month monthly members community, the portal is the vital art of releasing the vital art of releasing. So there are a few different ways I teach my community every month. And this month, we're looking at how learning how to consciously release in each stage of life helps us manifest. It helps us create and receive more. It's how we bring more to us. But we have to be okay with shedding. So I not only have a spoken energy guide for my portal members this month, we also have a, a nine-minute musical medicine mantra which I created with Devor Bozik with the affirmation, I release any energies and emotions that are not mine, which were given to me by the Z's many years ago. It's probably my favorite from all of them. And I have created a melody for it. And Devor has set it to music. And we have created this 
mantra that you can either use in your home to clear a room, to clear your home. You can sing along with it so that you get in tune with the words. So the vital art of releasing is an energy guide to walk you through the process and then this mantra that you can use as a tool. All of my monthly portal members get that included as part of their membership. So the portal is, is a couple of things. It's really support for sensitives, but it's also a place where people study. So every month we're teaching tools around energy awareness. I do a big Z's transmission every month in the live monthly broadcast. And it's a place that I'm really gonna be putting a lot of my attention and focus this coming year so that we can make the teachings even deeper. We've recently added a whole new section called The Portal Presents. We're a year into it now. We've had incredible guest teachers and artists who I commission each month to bring you a special healing. So it's a whole world of healing in there. And uh, if you wanna try it out for a month and see if it's for you, we would love to have you in there. So check out The Portal. And last but not least, if you'd like to do a deep dive, energy shifting, transformational course where I will coach you on a human intuitive level and my guides, the Z's, will coach you on a soul level, speaking directly to your soul, and then we bring the two together. Check out Rebirth 2023, my final channeled course until the summer, and we will play you a little excerpt from that now. Lots of love, everyone. Take good care. See you for the energy update in March. I hope you can join me for Rebirth 2023. This will be our sixth year of holding a rebirth experience in January. And it's something that I originally created because I recognize that the end of a year and the beginning of a new year is a very potent and fertile time for us to let go of what we have walked through and call in what we would like to call in for the year ahead. So as well as practical and grounded guidance around how we do that and open to that, I also bring in my guides who will be very specifically working with the energy of 2023 and what we are about to walk into to help us center, ground, but also call in what it is that we want to next create. The Rebirth experience is very multidimensional. We have everything from Qigong to dance to channeling to grounded teaching to energy exercises to meditations to music. We try and bring you as much as we possibly can in as rounded an experience as we can offer so that you can really immerse yourself in one of the themes for this year, which is renew your soul. It's something we all need to do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. So a huge focus of Rebirth this year is renew your soul. And the other side of it is chart your path, helping you to map out the year that you're walking into with intention, with clarity, and with joy. So we look forward to you joining us for Rebirth 2023, where you can renew your soul and chart your path.